Hey, welcome to episode 38, Cameras on the Right Person. We're getting Starting good at this. this one, I know. 39 episodes in. What? I just said 38. It's 39. Yeah. Oh, we can't make it through an intro. <laughs> yeah. Episode 39, welcome back to the dopest podcast on iTunes and YouTube. Yep. Sometimes on SoundCloud. Wait, I thought SoundCloud, we were always on SoundCloud. Yeah, but sometimes we're not dope on SoundCloud. Oh. Sometimes we're not the dopest on SoundCloud. Oh. All right. But it's a good looking hat, Jeff. Yeah, man, appreciate that. You uh, hooked me up with this bad boy. <laughs> definitely uh, definitely not something I probably would have bought for myself. You got it, you got it turned around the wrong way, man. Yeah. You got to show, you gotta show I, the world. Do I? Uh, I don't think I can get it on the other camera angle. <laughs> Nope, not oh, almost. <laughs> let me let me turn this bad boy around for the for the no. viewers. Let's see it. Let's see it. Why well, my wife and I went to Tulsa. There it is. Oh, let's get it. Check nice. that bad boy. Oh, nope. The admiral of dope. That's a good looking hat. Like that can like, mean a lot of things. You know how hard it is to find those hats with the rope. It's easier real... to find actual dope, probably. Yeah, you're probably right. But I've been looking for not not a necessarily a dope hat, just a hat with the, the dope with a rope. Yeah, like I, well, not even no, not even dope. Just the hat, like a blue hat with a gold rope across, like they used like yeah, you they have used to be to like a veteran the, to yeah, get those. No, not even that. But in the '80s, yeah, you could find those truckers' hats and you know Rotary Club and yeah, and Optimus Club and all that stuff. You yeah. could find those hats in the thrift store now. You can't find them. So I stumbled across that in Tulsa. My wife wouldn't let me buy it. She bought a hat. It was, it was a buy one, get one half off. Yeah. And I found one that I liked. And I'm like, I'm going to go buy a hat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go buy that dope hat because it's going to be half off and it's like 10 bucks. And uh, she went and picked out a hat for herself to keep me from buying oh, wow. that hat. That was messed up. So went online and it was the $10 anyway online. Had it shipped in a day. And you have it because uh, my head's too big for it. <laughs> didn't, didn't hit the cabeza. No, yeah, the uh, cabeza was uh, way too big. Oh, man. But have you seen that movie, Dope? Yeah, yeah, good movie. Yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It, uh, had some, had a, it was a good story. Uh, it's hard not to like the kids. Yeah, you know? I like the ending. Like, yeah. You know, his essay, you know, writing about it and so forth is yeah. pretty definitely a... Uh, when you're just worried, like... Everything's gonna get completely messed up for this kid the whole time, you know. Right. So you want him to win, even though what he's doing's wrong. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack too. <laughs> yeah. Now, it, uh, was it uh, like Nerd Pharrell? Uh, I don't know. Was it the band or was it him? I think he worked on it with him. Pharrell on the soundtrack. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's got a few people in it, but um, it's definitely one of those those movies and soundtracks where. You don't. It's not like an Avengers where you throw every big name into it. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's more. Remember that movie, Days and Confused. Yeah. Watch the documentary on that. Yeah. And it's a Linkletter movie. It's a good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. It's probably one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Uh, even though you don't like the movies, I like. I mean. No, no, we agree on this one. Days we and agree Confused on this one. is is hands down, and and he's a bit. It's a big reason. McConaughey's one of my favorite actors. Yeah. And, and that's a big reason for it. You ever seen Surfer Dude? Uh-uh. It's one of those movies that not many people have seen. It's like, 
Is it McConaughey? Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. It's <laughs> it's Dude, a it's a really dumb movie. You know, he, you, you gotta love McConaughey to watch Surfer Dude, this. but it's actually got some funny parts. Um, but I watched a documentary on Days and Confused. Yeah, and you know Mitch. Yeah, they picked that dude coming up out of like an arcade. Oh yeah, he just because, looked the part. Because it was it was filmed in Austin. Yeah, it was filmed in Austin, and the guy who who did the movie he ends up Richard Linkletter. Yeah, he's walking down the street. What other movie did he do? He did a big time movie. Richard Linkletter did. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Anyway, he anyway saw this kid coming out and said, "Hey, you want to be a movie?" Guys like, and he, so but yeah. it was McConaughey. There was uh, the nerdy redhead mm-hmm. kid was the most. Um, accomplished actor out of everybody. Yeah. Um, he did some Broadway stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. But everyone else, uh, that was their, their kind of breakout movie that kind of launched a lot of careers. That one uh, that one guy, he's uh, one of the London brothers, Jeremy and Jason London. Yeah. They're from Oklahoma, like yeah, like around Oklahoma City, central Oklahoma area. Yeah, Jeremy's definitely more, uh, more famous than Jason. Yeah, because I, I never can Pink. remember which one did what. Jason but, did. Jason's you know, the one who did. Uh, Mall Rats? Yeah. Which one was in Mall Rats? That's, Jer- uh, that's Jeremy. Jeremy London's the more famous one. Okay. Jason is the, is Pink Floyd. Okay. And uh, and Days of Confused. Okay. So, but you know that speech at the end uh, when they're on the football field and McConaughey's just keep L-I-V-I-N. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they all laugh at him. His dad actually died in the middle of uh, shooting that movie. Really? And, uh, yeah, they, they got to the final scene. His dad had just died, and they just said, hey, we need something to... We can't just have them hanging out on the field. There needs to be something that kind of makes it a memorable scene. Mm-hmm. And they said, just do something for us. And so he, just, he essentially just took something that he remembers his dad telling him mm-hmm. that stuck with him and just did that. And it's, one, it's pretty cool. All right. Nice little documentary. Yeah. Surfer dude, he has this pretty fantastic line that I quote pretty regular. He says, the thing about cash, it's a little bit like manure. You got to spread it around a little or it starts to stink up the place. Because <laughs> he was a famous surfer and he had all this money and like he just had all these buddies that like all he cared about was surfing, you yeah. know, so he, he had all these people that pretty much just like lived off of him. And Is that as good as point blank? <laughs> I don't know, man. Counter Reeves. Uh, point break, you point mean? Point break, break, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, man. Point point blank, I think, is like a like a romantic comedy or yeah. something, bro. Most, uh, point break. M- most movies are better than Point Break, <laughs> yeah. especially the remake. The remake, the remake of Point Break terrible. might be the most terrible movie ever. I don't uh, know. You have Biker Boys. I haven't seen no, Biker it's, Boys. It's, it's terrible. Biker Boys and uh, Torque, the other motorcycle <laughs> movie that came out around the same time. Probably the worst two movies I've seen back to back. Oh, man. It's funny, too, because, like, when they talk about um, movies that had, like, huge budgets and were just so terrible, like, they just pulled them out of theaters. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember seeing something about that movie. Uh, I saw, who was, like, uh, Max Steel is one of those. Like, uh-huh. it was, like, based on a toy or something. Yeah, like, that they pulled. Tanked. That's, like, a ride out. Yeah, it yeah. was there for, like, a week. Yeah. Uh, Cutthroat Island. Yeah. That, one, that one's still one of the biggest bombs of all yeah. time. Uh, getting back on McConaughey, though, man, this brings up something that uh, I, I love the opportunity to talk about this anytime I can. I'm pretty sure he he funded this thing, um, and I hope I'm not getting this wrong. But So there was a documentary called Hands on a Hard Body. Mm-hmm. Go look it up on YouTube. 
It's old. The quality's terrible, but it's called Hands on a Hard Body. And what it is... Dude, that sounds like... Yeah, that's it, a horrible, horrible it, name. It, are, <laughs> you, are you setting me it's up? A, it's, yeah, Google? no kidding. Yeah. About the... you, you don't have to turn off any filters you may have on your phone <laughs> for the children. You can... Right. Hands on a Hard Body, what it is, it was a contest in East Texas, uh, in, uh, I think, Longview, Texas, if I'm not mistaken. And the Hands on a Hard Body contest was you, you put your... Um, hand on a car and whoever like is the last to take their hand off the car wins the car well this particular year it was one of those like little small nissan pickups like two-wheel drive like just a really small pickup you know back in the early 90s these college kids the way i understand it um it was like you know it was a project they did for school and they just went and interviewed these people and did a documentary over this contest. And the people they ran into, because East Texans are a kind of a particular brand of people, man. They're they're pretty wild a lot of times. Well, these people, like, they showed up, and it is hilarious. Just to give you a, a little bit of an idea of kind of the things they ran into, there was one man, and he kept claiming that the heat was what was going to drop everybody. So to get his wife prepared, he wasn't letting her come in the house. <laughs> And then he then he went into talking about how he had uh, pulled a two ton unit off of a grocery store and could actually get his trailer cold enough that it would put ice on the walls. And he said, "I keep it real cold in there." He goes, "But I don't let her come in because he's got to get ready for the heat. She's going to win that truck." So the next one they go to was a guy, and he was like, "You know, if you got a truck, it's not just a vehicle. You got a small business." You can move people. You can haul things. <laughs> it's like, all right, come on, man. This is like a daggum Nissan. It's like, it's not a Triton either. This is the old Nissans, you know, the little bitty ones. But the best was Benny. Benny had actually won the contest once before. And they asked Benny, they said, Benny, what's your secret? He goes, well, let me tell you something. It's kind of like this movie I saw one time. In the end, there can be only one. <laughs> Quoted Highland. <laughs> <laughs> wow. it's so special man this it's one of the best documentaries you can ever watch because it's just these people are not acting at all they're just hilarious and they're all just super super country super redneck no i think he funded it though i think he basically these guys did it as a school project mcconaughey saw it thought it was funny and got it in blockbuster so you could go rent this thing back in the day at blockbuster there's only one blockbuster around now these days it's in oregon or something right yeah the the second to last one closed down. Man, there's one technically in this autistic kid's house because uh, he got so disappointed the last one shut down. He bought everything. Well, his parents went and bought all the movies he liked because you know when Blockbuster shuts down. I remember when the one shut down. You can oh, buy they sell movies everything. for like yeah. You know, I was buying movies for fifty cents. Yeah. Uh, so they did that, and then they uh, bought the shells and some of the memorabilia, like the posters and sign logos and all that mm-hmm. and recreated one in their room for them that's awesome. which is pretty cool that's good parents yeah yeah so anyway what's up Corey? you got a dope story i do have a story tell, about tell the word uh, about the word dope yeah i guess it was around the time it uh it first started catching on yeah and of course it's a i think it's by or ahead of our generations there's a metal band called dope by the way that's pretty good never heard it I was at a, a local restaurant called. And it's not, it's a chain. Is Olivetto's a chain? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. We were at Olivetto's Italian yeah. Italian restaurant, and uh, I'm just sitting at the table, and our waiter comes up and starts taking our order, and like 
every time, like, you know, I'm like, hey, I want this, but I don't want this, this, and this. I'm kind of customizing my order. And every single change I make to it, he's like, dope, dope. He's like, oh, that's dope. Dope decision, man, dope. And I'm like, man, is this, is this like the new word? <laughs> he just wore it out. Yeah, and, he, he and, it's like, and it's like this little scrawny hipster kid. Yeah. And uh, he comes back, and I was wearing a T-shirt. Uh, hey, not to get off subject, but you're looking a little hipsterish these days. <laughs> With the beard. We're go there anyway, this early. Go ahead. I, w- I wear a tactical beard, sir. <laughs> Not a hipster beard. It's different. He actually Velcro's patches to it. All yeah. right. And it's... Anyway. One hair for every man I've... <laughs> Not killed. Yeah. No. So he comes back, and I'm wearing a shirt that I just printed. Sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll keep some of the shirts that I print. Uh, a buddy of mine named Derek that owns a, a big company called Mo Guns. He had ordered these shirts that had like two hatchets crossed on it, and like a tactical helmet, and it said, uh, "It said a student student of uh, violence." <laughs> and uh, he, the guy looks at me, and he goes. You don't look like a student of violence. And I was like, dude. Dude, that man was hitting on you, dude. Uh, possibly. Possibly. I didn't have the beard at the time, though. Yeah. But uh, Even better. Like, seriously, I'm not a big guy, but he's one of those guys where I could rip his arms off and beat him to death with it. And I'm like, dude, you're talking trash to me saying I don't look like I could yeah. be violent. I'm yeah. like, you, you might want to go look in the was mirror. Was your dude. wife with you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Who knows? She thought it was funny. I've told you I don't, don't look, look very like, intimidating. <laughs> you don't look like a student of violence. A student yeah. of violence. Who does? Yeah, I think Who does? Was, I do. I think he was making small talk, man. Possibly. I think that yeah. was more of a flirt than an uh, insult. I don't, I don't think I had this haircut either. I think it was still yeah. kind of buzzed. You see, you're, you're proving the point. No. Nah. No beard and shorter hair. Yeah. I had to change my look for the job, man. But, well. Anyway, in the news... Uh, pretty recent as far as yesterday. Urban Meyer. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, he's he's woo, hot water. Yeah. He's out, probably. Yeah, I think so. They put him on administrative leave. Typically, that means we're... Uh, they're looking for somebody else. Law- well, the lawyers are looking at a way to get out of his contract. There may be a PR company seeing if maybe they can spin it to keep him on. But the guy... The, here's the thing, man. He's a creep. Yeah. Like, he was a creep at Florida. Yeah. I don't I don't get this whole choir boy routine that ESPN and the NCAA and all that have for this guy cuz I mean he's just a, he's a he's a skis all around. I mean he's terrible at Florida and uh and then I don't know the the particulars behind it the situation but uh apparently they covered up a uh domestic abuse case for yeah. his wide receiver coach yeah, the guy, um, and they said that the the incidents go all the way back to when he was at Florida, I believe. Right. Like she, but I think what's going to get him in hot water is she has these uh, text messages that she sent to Urban's wife, and they're like, "Well, if Urban's wife knew, then Urban knew, and if he didn't do anything and he knew, then that is well, it's in." Uh, I think uh, they have a Title Nine that actually deals with yeah, you know, our brows. You know, yeah, having to blow the similar whistle. Similar to what Art Browles did. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. In 2015... Can't turn a blind eye, basically. 2015, they asked him about it. Yeah. And he, uh, he said he didn't know anything about it. Yeah. But apparently, these uh, text messages proved that he did. Yeah. Because even though they were to his wife, I think there's some text messages that implicate... I don't know how they are. Maybe it's like, well, Urban said this, or I'll tell Urban, or something like that. Yeah. But here's my thing. Like... I don't trust anyone. Like, obviously, you don't trust people that lie. Mm-hmm. But you can understand, like, if if Urban Meyer was the one who had a domestic charge against him, 
you could kind of understand him lying about it because his job and everything's on the line. Mm-hmm. Right? I definitely don't trust people who lie when there's no need to lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he could have come out on the shining end of all this if he had let the coach go, sent him to some sort of facility that deals with this stuff. Yeah. And come out and said, look, because he's Urban Meyer. He's at Ohio State or Florida, whichever one. He's not going to have an issue finding a new wide receiver coach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So why lie about it? Yeah. You know? Our brows, same thing. Well, okay. I, mean, I think I think I know a little bit about why he lied, though. Uh, I think this is kind of one of those protecting a friend. Like, I think they're close. It's not just a coach. Like, this is a... This is a dude that he has known for a long time. He's really close to. Uh, okay. The way I understand the relationship goes far, goes as back, goes back far as uh, Urban, and this guy's like grandpa even like, okay. like knew each other. Um, so I I think maybe, maybe he was trying to protect a friend. You know I. Don't, I mean hey, I, 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 I okay. it's it's not good water to trade in because you know. On this show, we've talked about how, like, oh, yeah, you know, snitches get stitches. You don't you don't tell on people and all this stuff. But at the same time, like, there's a line, you know, where it's like, hey. You're the boss. Yeah. I mean, you're the head you coach. Don't get to, you don't get to just beat your wife and me do the whole snitches get stitches I'll tell you this, man. Like, if, if it were you, you know what I mean? You'd be off this podcast. Yeah. Even though we're buddies. True. And, you know what I mean? And, and the thing is, is when you find out that someone's doing that, you know, if if you're close to them, then that's even more reason that you confront them on that kind of stuff, man. Right. You you confront them to the point that it's like, look, you're going to go tell everybody you're doing this and you're going to seek help and you're going to nip this right now because you crossed a major line. And that's the point. The point is, is you don't just say like, he well, had, that's your personal business. He like, had everything no. to gain. He had everything to gain by, because he could, what he could have done is sent this dude to a facility. Yeah. Or, or send him to counseling or a psychologist, whatever the case is, said, you know, get your act together and we'll look at recommending you for another job. Or get your act together, maybe in a couple of years, we'll reevaluate it. Yeah. And you can always say, like, you know, I'm with Coach who gives people second chance. You yeah. know, he proved to me that this was a one-time answer, whatever. You know what I mean? But covering up, you know, like Art Browles, Joe Paterno. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't get it because... It's not our brows essentially lost his job over a couple kids and their yeah. bonehead mistakes. Man, I sort of wonder if it's just not like a maybe it's just over like it just goes right past us because we don't understand how you would like like keep that kind of a secret for someone. All right. Especially like in the Joe Paterno. Oh, you mean uh we're decent human beings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, we have some sort of but, but you do, conscience. You do hear about it a lot with like older generations. Like men just didn't didn't call their buddies out or call other men out. You know, it was just maybe it's a generational thing where like a lot of these people you see who are letting things go, like they act like, oh, you know, just ain't that big of a deal because maybe they grew up with that kind Dude, of stuff. Sandusky but, was a big deal. Well, man. no, Sandusky was. But you know what I mean? Like, no, I it get wasn't that. that long ago where people didn't think it was a big deal to slap your wife around. You know, that was, you know, you see it in a lot of movies, you know, when they start going back in the old, like, 50s and 60s and things like that. Like, it was pretty common. Like, men were pretty roguish to their ladies. Okay. Here's the thing, now. I have a daughter. Oh yeah, you have a daughter. Oh yeah, Corey yeah. has a daughter. I got a wife, man. I I don't. 
No, I'm as just mad saying. as she makes me, man. I ain't never thought about but I'm anything just saying, stupid like that. Urban has a daughter. Yeah. So my thing is, is, is you you look at these situations differently after you've had a, had a child. In it, my opinion. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, man, I feel like you got to call people out, and I just feel like there is a generation where they like they just weren't as quick to call each other out on stuff. You and know that, what I mean? that was that was a little bit of my issue with the mix and stuff and stoops. Yeah. Is Stoops has a daughter, and if that's your daughter, yeah, because he he, I mean, for all the people that say like, well, did you see what she was doing? Did you see what she was doing? It's like, <laughs> if you're if you can't walk away from that, you got a problem, uh, man. Dude, he, There's a lot of ways to get out of a situation yeah, without he, clocking somebody. That, that was, and he waxed her. He, that, mean, yeah, and that punch was a little. It was a little too. There was. There wasn't enough hesitation in it. No, he was totally you know happy mean? to do it, and I it mean, was okay in his mind. It's like it, it's been done before. Yeah. You know, it, it was it was almost second nature. You know, now I understand. You know, I've been hit before and and by a dude, mm-hmm. and before I knew it, I was swinging back. That was instinctual. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. you know, so poor Urban. But speaking of uh, Art Bryles, he uh, got a new job in Italy. Italy. What's he going to be doing? Coaching football. I know, but they have like an Italian league or something? Yeah, they got an American football league out there. Which, Art Browse, I think think Urban, see, there's been kind of a a cloud around Urban as Mm -hmm. being a dirty coach. Yeah. I think it was about to come crashing down on him at Florida, which is why he had the heart attack and the stress-related illnesses. Yeah. So he took a couple years off. And and I personally think that he... And ESPN were responsible for running Trestle out uh, with what he was doing. Uh, but here's the thing. Trestle got run out of Ohio State because he had knowledge that his players were trading their memorabilia, like their jerseys and, and hats and, and athletic gear and all that for tattoos. He knew about it, said he didn't, and they let him go quick. Hmm. So now you have a coach who's abusing his wife and you just let that Urban go on. did the same exact thing, so yeah. I'm pretty sure he's gone. Yeah, uh, and he should be. Yeah, our no, Bryles, I think, got caught up in the winning thing. Uh, he doesn't really have anything behind that. It's just kind of maybe this is an isolated incident. He should have been let go from Baylor, mm-hmm. uh, but to say that he should never come back to football again, maybe a stretch. And maybe the Italian league is a good place to see how he runs that team, what kind of discipline he puts on those kids. Uh, in order well, to see if maybe he could come back and catch a Middle Tennessee or Kent and the, State. And the crazy thing is there'll be fans who try to justify everything just because they want to win football games. And I've said it I said it especially during the whole uh, Art Bryles deal. Look, winning football games is important, but it ain't that important. No. You you can't I got I got pretty aggravated. I heard some some people from Texas who were uh who were talking about how they felt like Art Bryles was just kind of the victim of a witch hunt basically and all this other stuff. And like, they were like, I hope, you know, he does all right. I was like, man, you love yeah. a man for winning football games, but you don't care that like people can't trust their daughters to go to a Christian and school and not get raped by football. Players. And that's the issue. And that's the issue is, is it's one thing to try and, and like, look, we're going to press charges against the guy. He's mm-hmm. going to jail, but we want you to keep it quiet for the sake of the university. You know what I mean? Now, I can see asking someone not to go to the media. We're going to take care of it in-house, yada, yada, yada. They didn't, man. They they made this 
they they took her scholarship away. They essentially, you know, kicked her out of school. They blamed her for it. Mm-hmm. And throughout his text message, he's like, she should have known better. Yeah. Which is why he got let go. Yeah. And anyone who defends Art Briles at during his <laughs> stint at Baylor is is in my opinion, just a terrible person. Let me ask you this, uh, and we, we don't need to stay on sports too long, but do you think it's worse in college than it is in pro when it comes to things that go on behind the scenes that get covered up? No. I think it is. I think it is in worse college? in college. I think the college cover-up is way bigger than anything that happens in pro. Because in the pros, I mean, it's a big deal if you've got like a high-profile player that you don't want to lose. But at the same time, because you're – I don't know. I just feel like they, they get out in front of stuff a lot better and they handle things a lot better. Part of it being the fact that they have this commissioner of the league who is handling that stuff. So it's not up to the owner of the team and all that stuff because it, when this stuff comes out, you got the commissioner looking at it. With college, I mean, it's just ridiculous how well, dirty every college is. It's a, it's a, it's, I think it's like, look I, at Jameis Winston and how Florida State covered up everything he did and tried to act like he wasn't this terrible person. But now you're looking at it's like, mm, no, you're obviously. Now, did he get suspended? Yes, he got okay, suspended. So then that's if, I, the, if I'm, I think so. I think he did, yeah. I think you're right. For the Uber driver thing. But now you go, you go back and you look at it, and it's like, man, there is no way that this stuff he did in college isn't true. Yeah, no, I agree. But they paid that girl. Like, they paid her. Well, here's the issue, I think. Or here's the reason why. Colleges are college towns. Like a pro team is in a metropolitan city, mm-hmm. particularly the NFL. Yeah. Whereas in a college, that's all they have. Go to Auburn, Alabama. Yeah. There is nothing but Auburn athletics. And so your sheriff's departments and your police departments and all that have more of a tendency to try and cover that up. Yeah. You ever seen Varsity Blues? Yeah. <laughs> when, like, yeah. The cop comes in and tells the head coach everything that his team's doing. Yeah. They don't arrest them. They don't. And the coach says, "I ah, let him go." And, and they, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I think it's that. That's the reason why. Is there yeah. more small college towns that that college revolve around that college? Yeah. That, and so, I agree. They're protecting the college, not the player. Mm-hmm. Where with the pro team, it's like. Well, and and outside of the handful but, of like. Tom Brady's and those guys, those a lot of those dudes are expendable. Yeah. I think Tom Brady's expendable, in my opinion. By who? Here's my opinion on it. Drew Bledsoe was expendable. My, my opinion on it is Bill Belichick, and I don't know why Kraft doesn't support him, but if Tom Brady, if I'm Bill Belichick and Tom Brady comes up to me and starts trying to tell me that he's more important than me. I'm going to tell him to zip up his fur coat and walk off because I can win football games with Giselle behind this line. I've been setting this team up to keep you from getting hit so that your career can be this long. Go somewhere else and see how long you last before you get planted in the dirt. Mm -hmm. Everything that's made you successful is because I've built this offense around your strengths and I've covered up all your weaknesses. He's a great decision maker and he's good with the football, but he can't do his job if he's getting pressured. Dude. He can't catch a pass. But Bill Belichick. <laughs> Dude, he's terrible at that. Bill Belichick doesn't have the pretty face that brings in the money. Nope. That's what I'm saying, though. Winning football games. And that's why I'm not a Patriots that's fan. That's why I'm a Steelers fan. Because you can't win anything. Okay. We ain't worried about pretty. Ain't worried about winning anything. Yeah, you're also not worried about your quarterback raping people. 
Yeah, that's Ooh, terrible. I can't wait for that guy back to be full gone. circle on your team, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty yeah. much anticipating the day Mason Rudolph takes over the helm of this team. I, it, that's been a tough one to swallow because I, I am not a Ben fan. I don't like Ben at all. He, uh, his attitude sucks. He's just, I don't know, everything about him. Plus, I don't doubt that he was being inappropriate at all. So, All right, man. Well, I apologize to all y'all who don't like the sports talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get on some hype, man. What's up? Hey, let's do Well, we got some videos. Do, do any of them work? Uh, yeah, the, the first two work. Just the your last one didn't oh, have any sound to it. man. Yeah. Play one of them. It all doesn't right. matter which one. All right, let's go for it. Here we go. Look at this action. That dude. That's what you get. What? That's that? what you get. <laughs> what was, what hey. was he even doing? What kind of dance is that? That's Michael Jackson, man, to Guns N' Roses. That's dumb. I know, I know Michael Jackson and Slash collabed on a few things. Yeah. But, okay, but when is it too old? To dance in front of a camera. About 50 years before that guy's <laughs> there, there are these fantastic VHS tapes floating around of my wife when she was a little kid putting on, like, sunglasses and, like, her dad's sneakers and, like, a backwards hat and coming down and, like, putting on, like, shows for the family and, we, like, dancing we, and singing for we everyone. Need to, we need we to got see. to get one of yes, those. Yeah, that needs to... <laughs> we, need, we definitely need to get one from, of those from what I From what I've heard, she would make the whole family come down and, like, even when they would have family get-togethers and, like, she would, like, drag one of her cousins with her. And her sister, I guess, was always the one video, and so she didn't get drug into it as much but yeah when Brittany was little man she was the she was the star of the show <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't think that now no you wouldn't like think it hanging out with her she's super funny man no, I, I always agree. tell people like uh so for uh her like high school projects and college projects are always hilarious she did one um they had to do like a report or something and it had to be like kind of like visual or whatever uh-huh. so she did a rap about Dell Earnhardt how awesome is that? How many how many people's wives have done a rap about Dale Earnhardt? Earnhardt? <laughs> that's extremely redneck. Yeah, yeah that's super. <laughs> She's from redneck. Tennessee. Does she have it on video? I don't know, but she Does told she me have like the rap. She can kind of remember. She's got a real good memory, and like she just started busting it out one day, and she was like, "Dale Earnhardt, driver in black, the Intimidator, wouldn't want to face that." <laughs> like, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> and it just keeps going. Right. <laughs> uh, it, I, I, I swear my wife is one of the funniest people on the planet, but, man, you got to, like, really sit down with her and get to know her for that to come out. Because, like, she's pretty quiet and reserved most yeah. of the time. Well, I think we're going to be asking about it a lot. Yeah, yeah and, and I think that that's the best thing to do is, you know, call her out on her, confront her, you know, and be like, we want to see this. And Put see her on it. the show, make her do it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I yeah. bring... I'd bring her on to yeah. do the Dale Earnhardt rap. Yeah. I bet she can remember it, and I bet she would do it. Hashtag Dale Earnhardt rap. Yep. Yep. Hashtag we... He-Man haircut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh, man, check out my wife's new He-Man haircut. What do you think about that? <laughs> that was the funniest thing. I was, he, like, I, he, I was standing there, and he said, hey, Josh, like he had to tell me something serious, and then just goes, hey, check out my wife's He-Man haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Did she, it did she, it resemble it? She, oh yeah. No, once once he said that, I'm like, 
All right. So I came. It, it, there's a little more curl. It wasn't as straight as He-Man's. Right. But it had the had the, the, the bangs. No, right? I had the bangs. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, like bangs have kind of come back in, especially like she started watching the new girl, and like Zoe has like the bangs, and then yeah. her other By friend the has way, the bangs. Not the hottest sister in that. Family. She is absolutely hotter than her sister. Dude, her sister has like a six head. <laughs> Her sister from Bones? The chick from Bones? She is so unattractive, dude. I, that's a lie. She's I'll, very attractive. I'll but Zoe Deschanel is a million times when you, hotter than she When you is. start diving into pop culture, man, you lose me generally. <laughs> so, But anyways, yeah. What's the sister's name? Doesn't Who, matter. I don't know. Nobody knows. Because she's not hot. What I was saying was... <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the, the He-Man haircut, what it came from was, you know, she wanted to do something different with her hair. She cut it. She looked... You know, she looked gorgeous with it. In fact, as soon as she did it, about three other people, you know, cut their bangs too because, you know, it's it's the look right now. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're pretty girls. They're all right. Which one's better? I don't know. They look just alike. One's taller. Yeah. Pick oh. a picture where they don't look just alike. All right. But anyways, <laughs> so, but of course I watch a lot of He Man. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I I guess on any given day it would depend on if you want. To look at a tall girl or a shorter version of that same girl because they look just alike. Or if you like pretty girls as opposed to ugly girls. Anyway. So, anyways. Sorry. Getting sidetracked, looking at Zoe, whatever her name is, because I can't even say it. Deschanel. Deschanel? Okay. Probably, uh, probably pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> better than I could have done. But, uh, but anyways, you know, I thought it was a great... Great cut, but you know me, I watch a lot of He-Man, and that's just the first thing that popped just, in my head whenever I decided to tell you about it. Like, I wouldn't even thought of it until you said it, yeah. and then every time I saw her, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, man. Just I, a little chuckle. Not to make fun of her. I'm, a, just, luck, I'm a lucky guy, man. She she <laughs> uh, she can roll her eyes at anything I say and just and roll with it. But the see, the part you guys don't see, everybody thinks like, oh, man, Jeff picks on Brittany like, all the no, time. she picks on you. Yeah, she see that's how my wife. She is. destroys me behind closed doors, man. Yeah. Like, like everyone thinks I'm mean to my wife. Yeah, but like, do you know how cold blooded this person is? I'm really the victim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, dude, I think me and my wife are the only ones that go back and forth publicly. Yeah, no, your your wife hangs. Yeah, she, she hangs. Yeah. Your daughters actually hang really well because, dude, so, I've seen them get pretty sassy with you, and I'm like, dude, they won no, that fight. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing: they're not. My daughters aren't disrespectful or anything by any no, means. But no, but they're, they're witty. My daughter at seven has developed what took me like 28 years <laughs> in sarcasm <laughs> to develop, dude, yeah. and it's scary because, yeah. like, I'm thinking, like, when she's an adult, she's yeah. gonna be so quick and so oh. witty. Like, I'm not. I'm gonna be done. Yeah, no, your your daughters, man, they're that's what like you said, not disrespectful, but real witty. So it's like I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, and my seven year old does not forget anything. Yeah, <laughs> anything, and she won't let it go either. That's how, yeah. my, that's how my son is. Yeah, my son's a, my son's pretty funny, man. And <laughs> yeah. here's the thing about him is you know some of us have that filter. Yeah, you know, like me, I always reevaluate or I always evaluate what I'm about to say. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, does the jerkiness of this outweigh the funniness? <laughs> Your filter's broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I appreciate it, like, that you run it through a filter, but that filter is like but I'm just saying, one man. ply toilet paper, man. <laughs> but that's Everything's what I'm saying, getting though. through. I'm like, okay, is this too insensitive? Oh. Is, this, is it too insensitive to be worth the laugh that I get? <laughs> Most of the time, it doesn't work. Yeah. But. He doesn't even have that filter. Yeah, he just goes with Cause it. Because, like, his poor sister one time came in, and she's like, you know, 
she's a little down. She's not bummed, but she's she's a little down, and she's just like, hey, uh, I I didn't make the talent show, yeah. and do right off the bat that dude's because you can't sing, <laughs> 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 like, you know. <laughs> and and, and I, what I love about Gunner is his exit's always good because Gunner will say something, then he's like, bye, and yeah. he's like, oh Yoo! yeah, he says it in passing out the room or. <laughs> Or uh, he says it while he's playing. He doesn't even look up. Like yeah. he'll be playing on my wife's phone. You don't even know he's part of the conversation yeah. until he like, sings you. Because <laughs> he can't sing and keeps playing Minecraft. Yeah. Dude. And so. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Gunner, <laughs> tell, tell, him what, tell him what he did at church the other night with his t shirt. Oh, yeah, that poor kid. <laughs> dude had it. The, you, you, yeah, you know. The dude had his. Uh, his feet tucked into his t-shirt. Like, yeah. the, like the human egg thing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he puts his arms in it, you know? So, anyway, he was rocking, and he started leaning too far forward. And he started leaning... <laughs> <laughs> started leaning forward, and he couldn't recover. Oh, no. And he fell forward and just smacked his face on the pew in front of him, man. <laughs> I mean, it just caught it right there. It tore that thing, oh. that little piece of skin on top. Yeah, it, yeah. It tore that. And then yeah. he had a huge bruise on the inside of his lip, and the oh. side of his face was swollen. He didn't break his nose. I saw him, man. His lip yeah, was like swollen right good. after it happened. Yeah, he's got a little black eye from it and everything. Yeah. But all I can like, I felt bad for him. You yeah. know, for the next two days, man, I'm checking on him in the morning, and you know, and ultra concerned. But now that he's okay. I can laugh about it because <laughs> all I can see is. When I picture it, is his face as he's falling? Because you know that yeah. face you get when you realize, oh, that like slow motion, like because like, uh, I asked him that. I said, "Hey, like, man, did did you fall in slow motion?" Yeah. He goes, "Yeah," because <laughs> <laughs> all you can see is like his face just changed to like, "Oh, this ain't gonna be good." And then those arms, you know, trying to get him out, but they're flooding. You know, <laughs> they're trying stuck to, inside trying the to, shirt, s- trying to swim himself backwards, man. But it's not working, and oh, then he just—I mean, just eats puke. Oh, it's so good. Oh yeah, man, it's pretty good. It's now that he's okay, I can laugh about yeah. it. Yeah, boys in hindsight. Yeah, yeah, that's it's good stuff though. That's one of those things you kind of wish you had on video. Just to be I honest, know. I know. You remember thinking, you know, like all these videos of these kids like doing things and it jacks them up and it's super hilarious. You're like, man, that parent is just watching them do this. Check it. <laughs> Play this next video, man. Because this this brought back memories, man. Oh man, I've seen this. I've seen this. This Look kid this. catches him with a hot yeah, hand. Here it comes, man. <laughs> Pout of mine. And as soon as no. he does it, he knows he made a mistake. <laughs> no, he's no. First off, he steps back all cool, like, you know what I mean? Like, look at him. He pulls the pants up, like, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? And then it's like, nope. And he realizes, I messed up. <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and this is slow motion, man. Yeah. I want to know who set the phone up. Yeah. This is great. And props to that parent for not stopping any of this. Oh, he gives him the back chop. Watch this. <laughs> Look at the pain in this kid's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh. All right, man. I wish I had it. I'll have to bring it next time. Uh, my friend, Todd McDaniel, he's got uh, he's got three boys. He's actually got, he's got like five children altogether. But he's got these three boys. And... Um, they're just, they're real wild and real rowdy. He's got a slow motion video of them, like, kind of play sword fighting. And, man, little bossy, the littlest one, like, just comes straight ninja and just, like, chops one of the brothers, like, hardcore and, like, catches him, like, kind of off guard. And it's it's just like that. Yeah. I need to bring it up, man. I'll show it Dude, to you. I don't know how man, many times. Todd's kids are hilarious. So 
he, it's his fault because he uh, he used to when they were little he used to like just kind of let them do whatever and he played rough with them and everything else. Well, then they started getting bigger and he didn't I don't know he didn't know how to like tell them like all right you're too big for that. But he had these these glasses he would wear and they had like scotch tape like holding the sides of them on. I was like man what happened there? He's like man. Jackson just jumped on top of me, rare bang, just slapped my glasses off my face. I was like, what'd you do? He was like, he said, I got the rage, but he said to calm it down because it's like, man, you know, my fault, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm the one who lets him do it. But yeah, he, he'd always have some kind of a story like that. And uh, the funniest one was my buddy Adam went over there to their house one time and uh, he was going to get something out of the fridge and he said, you know, kids had chocolate milk in there. So he's like, pulls the chocolate milk out with his left hand, like pulls it out to the side, reaches in to grab what he's getting, and he looks down. There's a little kid in his underwear looking up at him going, what you doing with my chocolate milk, fool? <laughs> and I was like, I ain't drinking your chocolate milk. He just puts it back <laughs> up and shuts the door. The kid in his whitey tights, yeah. carrying you, his binky around. What like. you doing with my chocolate milk, fool? <laughs> Dude, that, that, that brings back... That video brings back memories. Yeah. Because I'm the older brother. Yeah. So I'm always, I, I, man, I don't know if there's ever a fight my little brother won. Yeah. How uh, much older? Year and a half. Oh, So we're pretty close. close yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's some. But I would say three out of four fights, maybe four out of five fights, was just me. We just kind of bowed up on each other, and then yeah. I just beat him. Yeah. You know, just throw him on the ground, hit him a couple times on the back, whatever. But every now and then, he got brave, and I remember I know that face very well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because yeah. he he would he would he would throw one at me, and catch me with a with a hook or something, and my face was just like that, like this disbelief, like yeah, oh you did it now. And his face was the same thing, like like <laughs> this is the one, this is the time it works. Yeah, bink. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I threw him through a wall one time. Oh, like, um, yeah, I threw him through a wall in his bedroom. Left a left a big, like, legitimate. He was he was stuck in the sheetrock. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And uh, that ended the fight quick because yeah. now we're in you're in trouble. We're, we're in like, well, no one was home. Yeah. So he had a A uh, and M flag, and we up. just hung it up, and for like two years. Nothing happened, and yeah. then my dad goes in and takes it down for some reason and sees this big gaping hole in the wall, <laughs> <laughs> and we had to explain what happened, you know. But anyway, yeah, so I can relate to that story quite uh quite a bit. See, my brother, there's five years difference between us, and even if there wasn't five years difference, there's like, I don't know, like he's you know way bigger than I was, way stronger and everything else. Even if we've been close to the same age, it wouldn't have been a fair fight. So. Anyway, so I, luckily I didn't have much of that. Now, because of it, I will say, like, I could, like, he could let me, like, pound on him and it didn't hurt, you know, because, right. like, I was a little kid, you know, and he's a teenager and stuff. So, like, we would do, uh, we would do, like, the pillow fights, but he would get on his knees and he would just hold, like, two, like, like, cushion pillows. And, like, I would come in with, like, the big feather pillow, like, at a full sprint and, like, just try to, like, take his head off. And like he would just like kind of dodge me and then just like pound me from the sides with the with the cushions and Did stuff. Did it work? We never really got him. Like we, would, I remember uh, me and one of my friends were both trying to attack him from the sides, and um, 
we never could get him. And because uh, he would always just like kind of dodge and just uh-huh. just smoke us, you know. Like I said, he's on his knees, just like taking us out with these little cushion pillows, his boxing gloves. Then one day, man, my my friend swung a pillow and just caught him like right in the nose, and it just started like bleeding and everything. It's kind of like that kid. We we're just like, mm-hmm. don't get mad, don't get mad. But he was cool about it. But was he? yeah, but that was about the only time we ever got him. But no, it, he he was a cool older brother, man. He he'd get mad every now and then at me being a little punk, but you know, he was pretty cool. He didn't ever. He didn't like, ever squash me. Do you like schoolyard fights? We saw some good them? ones back in the Did old days. Did you enjoy day. them? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Dude, I remember people's names because of schoolyard fights. You want me to tell you about the best one I ever, I ever saw? Yeah, and I'll tell you about one that I saw. All right, this dude, he came to school, and uh, he was new, and he was from Oklahoma City area, and he was uh, telling everybody about how you know he was into uh, like street fighting. So this is before MMA, of course. This Josh Cheatwood. Like, I guess I don't know. He was he was just into he was just into he was just into like uh you know like street fighting. He said, you know, like where he's he was like, Yeah, where I'm from, he's like, you know, we'll just, you know, like we'll just fight, and, you know. Some people know karate, some know martial arts, some know this, know that. He's like, and it's all cool, you know, you 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 get up and you're friends afterwards, but we just we just like to fight. And we're like, Yeah, that that's not gonna go over good here, you know. Nobody's gonna just be nice about getting in a fight. And he was like, No man, it's cool, it's cool. He's like, and like, I'm not scared to fight anybody. This dude's trying to establish yeah. Fight Club. Yeah, he's trying to. Yeah. And and like, he was like, no, man. He's like, so we're like, we're like, all right, we'll go go find somebody. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I promise. He goes, I'm not scared. He goes, I'll fight anybody. I don't care if they beat me. He goes up to like the biggest, baddest dude in the school, and is like, hey, man. He's like, I just want to see if you want to have like a friendly fight, and like, <laughs> like he pitches it to him, like. See if you have this little friendly fight. And luckily, you know, Marvell was like, no, man, you, you don't want to do that, and I don't want to do it either. So just I'm going to let you be the winner and walk away, you know. And so he was real lucky because Bell was a, a big, strong man and, uh, and all. But across the playground, this old guy hears that someone's looking for someone to squab with, and he's like, I like to fight. <laughs> so Chad comes bouncing over there. How big's Chad? Chad. He wasn't very tall. I mean, Chad was probably about 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, he just, Stocky. Man, ever since we were little kids, he used to just mop the floor with people. Uh-huh. He was just, just had that natural, like, killer instinct. Right. Like, just, he was a bad dude. <coughs> I got a lot of stories of him, like, just murdering people. Not even really a fight, just, like, making them look stupid. He We used to joke how he looked like A.C. Slater in middle school, because... Like, he had kind of that, that crazy muscled-up uh-huh. build, you know, before kids should have had it. So, but anyways, he's in this about high school, about freshman year or something like that. He comes bebopping along. He's like, hey, I'll fight you. So they're like, all right, let's do it at, uh, let's do it at you know, like Walmart parking lot or whatever. And, like, since they promoted this thing, like, half the school shows up. And, man, you got all these cars, like, waiting. And, like, Chad, like, just shows up, you know, like, all right, man. Well, this other guy, he shows up, and, man, he's, like, gone home, and, like, he's put on, like, his shoes that he wears for this, his particular clothes that he wears for it, and, like, apparently he's not joking. Like, he, he really does do this. Like, this, you know, he wasn't just talking smack. Unfortunately, he picked the wrong dude, though, because he's like, all right, we'll start whenever you're ready. And, man, Chad <laughs> just reaches up, snatches him, puts his head between his legs, and DDTs him on concrete. <laughs> Dude's sister started crying. She was like, no, get him off of him. And man, everybody had to come in because like he was just he was just like bleeding. 
It lasted all of like one second. He just snatched him up and DDT. No punches, huh? <laughs> no, just, just... He just snatched him up, put his head between his legs, and sat down. <laughs> you know, he thought about that all day, too. You know, he's just he's like, like, I've been wanting to do that to someone my whole <laughs> yeah, life. You know, he's just like, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> they promoted it. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. yeah it, it, anyways, long story short, you know, the guy that, that got DDT'd and all, he ended up being a cool dude. Everybody liked him. He is, you know, it, right, it ended up not being that bad of a blemish on his record because he, he came through with everything he said. He wasn't lying about, you know, kind of doing friendly fights where he was from. After the fight and after he got DDT in front of everybody, you know, he was cool with, he lost a fight, you know what I yeah. mean? He wasn't like a jerk. He didn't cry about it or nothing like that. He just he just got in a bad situation. <laughs> that it, it just went south too fast. Wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and what's bad is, like, for all I know, he might have been actually, like, really good and probably could have, like, maybe nine times out of ten won that one, for all we know. But he's... Just sometimes it ain't your day, and that day it wasn't his day, oh. and it just happened to be the whole school's there. But like I said, I, I don't want to like make him sound like he was uh, he was a scrub or none. He was a cool dude. It was just a bad day. The one time <laughs> junior high, junior high, we uh, our field house, we would lift weights afterwards. Yeah. And our field house was here, and it shared the playground, and there was a huge field with the elementary school. So two kids, my brother's age, and my brother's just a year below me as far as school goes. Yeah. So <clears throat> I knew both these kids, but someone comes and grabs me and goes, "Hey, there are two dudes out there about to get into a fight." You know. So we ran out there to watch it, obviously. And dude, this is the most pathetic fight I've ever seen, man. Like these guys are swinging and missing, and like they're they're gassed and and yeah. all that, but they're still trying to go. One of them's trying to land that haymaker that makes him a hero, right? And they're missing it. Well, trying my, to land that haymaker got me whooped one time. <laughs> <laughs> one, we had this guy named Nathaniel. Yeah. Who uh, was bigger and stronger than he should have been in junior high. He just one of those fast growers, and he liked to scrap. And so he comes out and he comes running. And the best part was is he is people thought he was going to break this fight up. Oh. But he doesn't. He just runs in and punches the first guy. Boom, clocks him. <laughs> the best part about it, I remember looking at the other guy and this sense of relief on his face. Like, oh, I don't have to fight anymore. Yeah. And the big dude's on my side. Yeah. Wrong. He turns around, clocks him. <laughs> he turns him. around and punches this dude in the stomach. Yeah. And that dude, you know, doubles over. And when he does, man, he just clock. Hits him with the knee and knocks him oh. down, right? <laughs> the other dude is on all fours trying to get up because he just got stole. Dude, Nathaniel walks over and just kicks. I mean, just oh. straight up field goal kicks this dude's face, man. Boom. Oh, then man. he turns around and this guy, he don't he's got he hadn't gotten up yet. He's just laying on the ground. I think he's playing possum, so he doesn't catch any more beating. Nathaniel rocks a couple to his ribs, man. Yeah. And then just goes quit fighting and walks back inside <laughs> <laughs> walks back inside oh. the door. and so we're just sitting there like where was just looking around like what just happened yeah right but sure enough man me and my buddy we walk inside and i turn around before i go back into the, the weight room and those two it's just those two dudes sitting across from each other right dude the next week at the pep rally 
those two dudes are sitting together. <laughs> those two dudes were like best friends after that. <laughs> they had a shared experience. Yeah, man. Yeah. So like Nathaniel, man, knew what he was doing. Yeah. Well, look out. <laughs> oh, God. This, what just happened? Hey, welcome to Top of the Dude Chain. <laughs> Let's start over. Josh is That's excited so to be here. <laughs> episode episode <Yeah>. 39. <laughs> no, I got a... Uh, I got well. It didn't happen at the schoolyard, but it carried over. Uh, so two two of uh, mine and my brother's friends growing up, Desmond and CJ. Uh, Desmond was my age. CJ was Casey's age. We played basketball. They lived yeah. like five houses down from us. And uh, I don't know what happened at school between my brother CJ and this kid, but like this kid was like out to find them, and my parents were out of town, and they were like, hey. You know, you, you guys can have friends over, but if you get in trouble, you're never having friends over ever again. And uh, Carly, I think, had just graduated. So I was going into my junior year that summer. Well, this dude named Tim Hodoff shows up. He's like 15 and just drunk out of his mind. <laughs> Drives drunk out of his mind to my house. I don't know how he figured out where I lived. Well, we walk outside, and the dude has the <laughs> the gas tank to my 94 Ford Escort open, and he's peeing in my gas tank. <laughs> And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And then the dude rears back and punches like a fist-sized dent like in, in the quarter panel. And I was like... What'd you do to this guy? Nothing. I don't... I've never met this kid in my life. He he knew... I think he was... It had something to do with CJ. And I'm, I'm yeah. sure it has... It was girl drama or something because CJ is a pretty smooth dude or Casey. But uh, anyway... Uh, <laughs> He starts walking towards CJ and Casey like he's going to fight him. And my buddy Desmond, who was like the nicest guy in the world, I never saw him fight or get angry, was like, nope. Takes his watch, which I think was like probably like a fossil or something that was popular at the time, just the Metal Link watch, puts it around his knuckles and just blows it across this dude's face. <laughs> hits him in the face so hard that it shatters. The links oh, just wow. come apart. And the dude just hits the ground and he's out cold and he's like, Dude, you broke my watch. And he just like reinvigorates him, dude. And he just starts mashing this dude's face into oh, the concrete. Man. And what's funny is the cherry on top is there was an old lady that lived across the street that came out. And she was like, you guys cut that out. And like ran into the middle of the road where they're fighting. And she's smacking Desmond on the butt with a sandal. And he's just boom, 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 just nailing this dude's face. Oh, man. That's but it, good stuff. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, good fight. Well... They're always the best, unless you're the only losing end one. I never won very many of them because I wasn't in a lot. I think the closest I ever got to win one was maybe if I ever, like, uh, maybe hit someone. They hit me, and my punch was a little bit better than theirs. But, no, man, I, I'm not a physically threatening dude at all. I got the only big fight I was ever in, I got wore out. So I, I tried to stay away from it as much as possible. Did, yeah. you, at least, did you at least make I the guy in, tired? No. <laughs> I think he could have done it all day long. He'd still be sitting on top of me right now if they hadn't pulled him off. What happened was, like you said, the haymaker. I'd never been in a fight before. Uh-huh. I didn't know anything about it. I just remember hearing this real cool story one time about how this dude, like, reared back way back and, like, just clocked a guy on a basketball court. And I was like, that sounds like a good way to go about it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, man, I reared all the way back to the panhandle and, like, tried to swing from as far back as possible. So the dude was just like, all right, I'll just wait for it. Dodge. Oh, he dodged it? <laughs> yeah. And then he just kind of grabbed me and slung me to the ground. And when he jumped on top of me, his knees were like on my arms and he was straddled across me. And it's like, you lost. Because <laughs> that's the thing, man. It's like everyone thinks if you can get that one, no, if you can steal one. And you definitely don't want to be the one that throws that big haymaker first. That's dumb. But so. what I'm saying, though, is, is a lot of people throw that first punch thinking that 
that if I can catch this dude off yeah. guard with a right hook and steal him, that's gonna you know I'm gonna knock him out. Yeah, dude, you know how hard it is to knock someone out. Yeah, it's, uh, you know what I mean. Like I've hit a lot of dudes in my days. You're lucky. A lot. a lot of times you're lucky because it's just it doesn't even come down to you hitting them hard. You just hit them right. Right, and that's what I'm saying. But it's so hard to do that. Yeah, and and that's what I'm that saying button. is is I've thrown I've thrown punches. I mean I, I you know I got into fights back in the day. Not a lot. Well, you look lot. like that dude in my win one or two though. Now, well, that's what I'm saying. But I I would hit I hit one guy that left this huge whelp <laughs> on his head, right? <laughs> And but it didn't knock him out. Didn't knock him out. You know out. what I mean? So right. I had to, you know. Yeah, it's probably know. got CTE now. But, but, <laughs> didn't knock but him that's out. the thing, man. It's like, but I still had to keep fighting, you know. Yeah. Whereas in like, yeah. you know, uh, I remember one time, man. I clocked this guy. <laughs> we were in my in my house. Well, I clocked this guy, and uh, and clocked him enough to catch him off balance, and then I threw him to the ground. I was on top of him. Uh, and and the way it was is my because the way my roommate he had a futon that he slept on, but we rolled it up as our living room because his room was uh, milled, uh, moldy and all that. Yeah. So he was sleeping in the living room, and then we had two chairs on the side. So I stole this guy, and threw him on the ground. I'm on top of him, but both my knees are on top of him. So he's in the fetal position like this. I'm on top of him, and I got my hand on his shoulder on his arm, and I'm. Controlling me, one arm's pinned underneath, and the other one I'm holding, I'm just clocking. Mm-hmm. But I have that, that I don't know, switch in my head that's like, that's enough. You need to, you need yeah. to, you know, back off. You know, the UK, you proved your point. Well, I did. I went to go put my hands on those two, two uh, chairs to pull myself off of them, and he zigged. And dude, I was just like Gunner, man. <laughs> I caught the full, I caught that. I caught that futon, the bar of this like metal futon, right across my dome. Oh wow, dude! I wake up in the headlock. Oh, <laughs> wake up in the headlock, and this dude just raining haymakers on me. Yeah. Luckily, <clears throat> uh, we were at the lake one time, and uh, they were throwing uh, cans of, of whatever to us, mm-hmm. and one hit me in the head. Uh, and then, dude, we were throwing them for like thirty yards, right? And this one hit me in the head, and it dented the can in. <laughs> Right, so I got a hard head, so I was yeah. able to, whatever, and I was able to get them off of me and all that. But wow, uh, but like I said, man, I don't think I've ever clocked anyone and just you know out cold. Yeah, and I've seen I mean? people get knocked out. I, I saw a couple <clears throat> fights actually where people got knocked out, and it was just that sweet spot. It wasn't yeah. that they just got hammered. You know, it was just it was that sweet spot. Dude, that one of my favorite MMO fights ever is this dude named Scott Duffy. Yeah, versus Roy Nelson. And uh, Roy Nelson literally looks like he got off the couch to come do this fight. <laughs> like not, like a butter bean. I'm not even, <laughs> like he like just and then Scott Duffy looks like that dude doesn't leave the gym. Yeah. Right. And this entire time, uh, Duffy's just just I mean just pounding Roy Nelson like it's one of those fights you're like yeah this is over this is fun to watch because that fat dude just getting clocked. Left and right, but this fight's over. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, man, Duffy goes in and Nelson catches him perfectly and just stiffens him like a board. Oh man! And you know, Duffy and they end up ruining. There's nothing better than seeing someone go limp. It's terrible. I'm sorry, but it's funny too. Yeah, it's 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 bad. Like, uh, who's that? Who's that football player? I don't know if you remember him. Uh, He played for the Eagles. He's the one who dropped the ball and the one you know had like a punt return. That was pretty much like 
guaranteed six, but he, you know, he celebrated and dropped it. Yeah. Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. John, Jack, yeah. Did Deshaun. he play at Berkeley? I don't Cal? know. Cal? I think he did. There's, there's a video of him getting clocked. Yeah. Uh, to the point he got hit so hard that, you know, he just. <laughs> You know what I mean? Does the Frankenstein? Yeah, I mean, but he's on the ground and he's just doing this. His oh arm is man! Straight. Yeah. Well, there was a local kid that played for Tulsa where there's a highlight of him getting knocked out too. I can't remember yeah. who knocked him out, and I can't remember the kid's name now. But uh, I can't remember if he was Westmore or Southmore. Yeah. But yeah, he got knocked out cold. Yeah. Like hit like right underneath the helmet, and he just hits the ground, and his arms are like yeah, stuck your like arms this. do this, and you just like <laughs> and, you know, they showed his face because the camera was right there. They showed his face. He's just like. Yeah. Like he's having a seizure almost. <laughs> Dude, I didn't like Deshaun Jackson. Scary. I didn't like him at all. Yeah. Dude, I feel bad for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Start caring about him. Oh man. Yeah, they're uh I've seen a few uh a few good ones. Uh and yeah, they're they're fun to watch, I won't lie. Uh, good fight. You ever watch like you know, like the, the knockout videos on YouTube or whatever else? Yeah, Kimbo Slice was a dude. I used to love watching that dude. Yeah, he didn't do very good in the MMA though, did he? No, I mean he's fighting guys who can actually fight, not a bunch of like, yeah, racist skinheads that think they can fight. Think they can, you know squad, what I mean? And then he comes he in could there strong. Fight. Yeah, he uh, he was a bodyguard for, on, you know, for a while he was just a bodyguard, and then uh, and so he and then people just bring him in the backyard to fight. One last one. Like I said, I don't have any cool ones, but, man, there was a little time period where my friend Steve and Brad were getting in fights constantly. I don't know what the deal was, but, like, I, it got fashionable to get into it with these dudes. Well, like, Steve, he's probably, I don't know, he might be 6'3", just a big, strong, hairy guy. Uh, and he's got this little brother. Like, they're real close family, first of all. you got to know that. Like, I mean, they're real close. So, Michael had tried out for the football team at Southeastern. And I guess the players didn't like him because Michael was going – he was trying so hard, he was kind of wearing them out. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, that, that kid comes in trying too hard, and he was like, like, man, you just need to, like, get on. You're wearing us out. And I guess they were talking trash on him. And uh, anyway, Steve walks into this, this club with all of his friends – and this dude walks by him and says, hey, man, you Michael Pennington's brother? And, like, Steve's like, you know, Michael's a cool dude. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he sucks. And, like, just walks off. And, like, Steve's like, huh, okay. You know, and Steve kind of, it, it takes him a while, you know, to process that this dude just walked up to him. He's a big guy. He's a football player and all. And Steve was like, did that dude just tell me that Michael sucks? And they're like, yeah. So Steve walks over to him. Dude's, like, standing by a pole. Steve said, hey, man. Did you say that Michael sucked? He's like, yeah, I did. He's like, you really believe that? He said, yeah. And like, before he can say anything else, Steve goes, bam, punches him in the face. Dude's head hits the post. It's like, ding. <laughs> and they said he just goes down, bam. <laughs> and said, Steve just looks at the guy and says, do you think Michael sucks? He's like, no, he's an all right guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael, his brother? Yeah, Michael was his little brother. And, like, this dude, like, was hating on him because, I guess, you know, Michael was, like, coming into practice all, like, 99 miles an hour, you know, and trying to make the team, and these guys didn't like it. Yeah. Scout team hero. <laughs> <laughs> guess what time it is, boys? What time is it? Time to wrap it up. All right. Well, all right, man. No pimple popping on this one. No, sir. Just brotherly fights and <laughs> moral compasses of... 
creepy coaches. Oh, yeah. And He-Man haircuts, don't forget. Oh, dude. He-Man haircuts. And we're going to get the VHS, and instead of YouTube videos, we're hey, going to have... Hey, don't plan, don't plan the next podcast on this Yeah, podcast. don't... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the golden rule, That's man. A, you just broke come it. Come on, man. No, it's episode 39. We should know that by now. Now, that's it. Episode 39 is in the wrap. Dude Chain. Top of the dudechain.com. Uh, check out our sponsors' links. Help support this this podcast. Put food on the table. If we need it. At dudechain88 on all the social media platforms. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Subscribe, follow, whatever it is. We're out. That was dope. Yeah.